You're listening to the Ask Jennifer podcast on the Detroit is Different podcast network. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Jennifer Crawford with Ask Jennifer, and welcome to the Ask Jennifer podcast. So we are talking about my favorite topic, and we all know what that is, small business. So every week we'll have a small business discussion about the things that we go through day to day, depression, anxiety, quitting your job, stress, self-care. So uh, today we actually have Ariane Riley. We have Eden Salaboro, and we also have LaVon Ellis. And these ladies will be here today talking about quitting your job. Uh, all of these ladies have taken steps or are in the process of actually quitting their job or been thinking about it for a while. So today we're going to start with Ariane Riley. Ariane is a makeup artist, and she also works at Hertz. Hi, Ariane. Thank you for being here. Good to be here. And since we are being very, very informal, I'm going to call you Ari because you are actually my makeup artist. So it kind of makes sense for me to call you Ari and not try to call you by your full your full yeah. name. Uh, so weird. Ari, you work at Hertz. I do. And you have not quit your job yet. I have not. And why is that? Because it terrifies me. Like the thought of not knowing where your next paycheck is going to come from is so terrifying and then when you have a family and people that depend on you um that stable check is kind of it, it's it's like a security blanket it is a security blanket but let me ask you a question and this is something that i ask a lot of people when because i was scared when i for those of you that don't know i actually stepped out on faith in 2014 and quit my job with 1500 dollars. no money really that was basically rent and the first thing I did is I went home and canceled cable. But let me ask you this one question. <laughs> the one question that I want to ask you is, everyday life is not secure because you can walk into work tomorrow and be let go and you wouldn't have a plan. So if you quit your job and you don't have a plan, what do you think that would be the difference? If they forced you to do it or if you actually had to do it yourself, if you're not prepared for either one of those? I think when you have a secure job, you get comfortable. And then a lot of times um, being uncomfortable motivates you to really push yourself mm -hmm. and to do what it is that you really want to do. I don't think I've been in that position to be, to motivate myself to, you know, take that leap of faith because I have, I'm so comfortable in my little world with my job, with my check. <laughs> Which so. makes sense. And it makes sense because I, you know, nothing like a direct deposit that goes through every Tuesday or every week. I mean, you do have that, you know, and when you are an entrepreneur, it's like, don't work, don't eat. If yep. you don't do it, if you don't go into it, it doesn't happen. And we're going to come back to you in just one second. I'm going to talk to Eden. Hi, Hello. Eden. Hi. Eden, Eden owns. Really real, happy to be here. Well, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Eden actually owns a um She's a producer, and yeah. she has a, a, film co a film company called Real Clever Films, and she That's does a right. lot of, you know, just some of everything. And, and the we work together. And we work together, forever. of course. <laughs> I have all my people here today because we all have the same experiences and experienced similar things as far as, like, with work and being an entrepreneur. So I'm so glad that I have all my girls here today so we can kind of, like, talk about these things and yes. share with other people our experiences and not just amongst each other because some of these things that we're sharing may help someone else yeah so it's different for Eden because actually you work with your husband dad yep and, and I can expand further on that okay. so um, I was basically where Ari was I was holding down this job but it was turning out to be I, I'm not it's not worth you know going into details but it was just one of those situations where like you just 
don't want to get up anymore. And I feel like every single day was that mo- weeks turn into months, months, you know, just really, really rolled in. And I'm like, what am I doing? But on the side, we've been developing this little brand that we're really passionate about, which is Real Clever Films. And we were extremely happy. We we're doing it on weekends, after work. So even though we had a toddler, we would pull in like these crazy hours because we really like what we were doing. And we were doing enough to be like, okay, this is this is pretty lucrative. This could be a thing. But we weren't at the point yet to be like, let's just let go of this job. This is not, you know, like we, we still wanted that bi-monthly paycheck, which and, is... And, it, and you need that. You need that me, check need to that. fund your business. You need that and, because you need equipment. You need, you know, your, you need to pay for your toddler's daycare, stuff like that. But then, you know, things just ca- kind of came into a head and the company culture itself... Um, just became incredibly toxic. They were just like laying off people left and right. And it was just a lot of restru- they they say it was restructuring and and it was just a very I would just say toxic environment for everybody that was involved. And for the longest time I was just telling him we this is not this is not good. We got to go. We we got to go. We are not, you know, this place is not nurturing us in any possible way. And the paycheck wasn't that great. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like one of those things that's just like we're doing it because it's steady. It's regular and we can hang on to it. But then um, at some point um, last year came an, a time when they're just like letting go of people left and right. And then basically to make the long story short, they also pulled my husband and I in and they were just like, you're done. You know, you're done. You're you're not going to be here anymore. And and it, it was something that I wasn't ready for. It was it, it's still even though I definitely wanted to let go of the job, it still does not prepare you for the actuality of being let go of the job so i was like all the fears rushed in everything like what about my house my bills my mortgage but you know i think i think the higher power provides and we're standing here we're it it turned it turned out to be probably one of the best things that ever happened to us because we it just opened floodgates for new opportunities and for us to really take a chance at what we can do which I think sends a message when you make when you go for that direction. You know, I feel that all of the great things have happened by accident. Yeah. Like, you know, by mistake, you don't know that yeah. it's coming. But I also feel as though that everything happens for a reason. The difference between me and you two ladies is that the you two ladies is that I don't have children at all. So I right. feel like if I did have a spouse or in a relationship, or if I had had a child, then it would be different. But uh, I was miserable in my job. I was miserable. I made the people around me miserable because what I did was call them every single day and complained about my job. He said this to me. He said that to me. This person said this. And they were like, oh, my God, just quit already. And, you know, I think the breaking point for me was is that I was called a drop of oil in a bucket of water. I do not mix. And I was also told that one day that I could not be as great as like an 80-year-old man. You know, and one thing you do not tell a woman is that she not can cannot be as great as an 80-year-old white man. Like, you just can't tell me that. That just showed me that they were either scared of a little black girl magic or they actually had something that was off with them. Right. And so, for me, I just reached my breaking point. I wanted to not be miserable anymore. Uh, I wanted my business so much more than I wanted food. You know, we all get hungry. We want to eat. And I just was like, you know what? I don't have to eat. I don't have to do anything. The only thing that I have to do is make this business work. But how do you do that when you are a person who's used to working? You are a person who's used to getting your paycheck. And and when we grow up, we are we grow up with that mentality of if you don't have a job, you cannot provide. And so right. I had to 
get out of that mentality of saying that if I don't have a job, I cannot provide for myself or, or whoever. And it was a hard thing to do. And I, But the difference is, is that I did not call my friends and complain and complain about not having the job. But when I had the job, I had to complain about it. And Ari, I talk to you all the time. Like I say, all the time. You have a gift. You're so talented. Like you would do like amazing. Uh, and the difference also too between you guys is that you guys have a partner. So I want to talk a little bit about, about uh, is your partner, you know, if you were to quit your job, do you feel like your partners would actually just, you know, would he pick up the slack and actually just go head, you know, full in and, and just do the things that he has to do in order for you to pursue your dream? And that's an important thing. So when you have a partner, it's important that they are backing you like that. Do you think that he would actually do that for you? I think that he would because he's told me before i know you're not happy just go ahead and quit i got us but it it's it still terrifies me like what if he don't what if something happens okay like what if what if something happens and then he loses his job too now we both don't have a job but we're gonna be homeless so it's like it's just so much fear for me like i applaud anybody who can step out on that leap of faith like it it's an amazing thing but that fear is holds me back a lot and you know what as an entrepreneur what somebody told me you have to learn to manage your fear yeah and to manage your fear it's a hard it's a hard thing i i sit i pray <laughs> i pray i talk to my friends i talk to myself like i it's a lot that goes into this and within doing it um i what would it take for you to quit your job what would it take for you to take that leap of faith to do it like because you say that he he may do it. He does. He believe. You know, will he step up to the plate and do it? But ch- chances make champions. Yeah. Is what I always say. And like to order to take a chance, in order to be able to do something, you you have to take a chance. And I'm not saying this to say for you, like, girl, go ahead and quit. You should do this and do that. You have to do it when you are ready. Because if you're not ready, then it will you you won't succeed. You have to be ready when you actually do it. But what would it take for you to quit? Um, I think what it would take is with the job that I had now, it is so demanding. I work 10 hours a day and I was working in the middle of the day. Couldn't do anything before. Couldn't do anything after. But now my schedule has changed to where I work in the morning. So I feel like now would be a good opportunity for me to start doing things after work. And I think that once, um, once I got to a point where, um, it like I have a, my clientele is building up and things like that and I can kind of get into a rhythm of things mm-hmm. then maybe I can be like okay I got it and then it, I would be more comfortable to step away from it and that makes sense it makes sense and like I said you have to do it like when you are ready and it's mm-hmm. honestly there's no right amount of money there's no perfect time to just quit you can have ten thousand dollars in the bank tomorrow and guess what you can quit and guess what the bills are still going they're still they're due still gonna be and there. then when you get ten thousand you want twenty thousand when you get yep. twenty thousand you want thirty thousand that is something that i learned because only thing i thought was oh if i had ten thousand dollars i can make this work and then i realized Mm-mm, that ain't happening and then eden you actually are in business with your husband you guys yeah. are together all day, every day, 24 <laughs> hours a day. We got husband Sometimes wife, a good time. and a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. So depending on the day. It, yes. And so there's like, I mean, you wake up, you got to go to sleep, you go to work. And just kind of tell me a little bit about, tell us a little bit about that. Like, how do you manage that? Like, you know, when it first struck, when it was like, boom, we're home, babe. This is what we're doing. 
Like, how did you how did you guys manage that? So yeah, the interesting thing about all of this, like in my world at least, is that we're I'm I'm doing this dream, this ambition, this passion with my partner, and we've you know we've kind of done it since we both finished film school and wanted to be aspiring filmmakers with like our own production company. That was like the big dream before, and reality, of course, is not is not always that easy. Uh, it's not always smooth sailing, as anybody w- who works with their husband would, or partner would know. But the good thing is we're, I know that we're driving to this direction together. And every day we'd ask ourselves, like, how much do we want? How much are we willing to sacrifice for this vision? How much are we willing to kind of compromise for a minute? You know, not just, not, not for a long term, but like for, for, for the moment to kind of reach this, this goal of investing in ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's a good question too. It's like how much do you see yourself being in this position of like I'm owning my brand I'm owning I'm, I'm, I'm working for myself like how much do you want that and I think when you're at a level where that outweighs everything else that you're, you're, you're doing uh, like I said I wanted it more than I wanted food I wanted it yeah. more than I wanted anything else it was like the most important thing to me in my life I'm like okay I've taken this first step but I I basically gave up my livelihood For to sure. make it to make it work and the vision has to be uncompromising it, it's the it, this is not a lot of people think oh my god like you you've got a maid like yes. you're doing it you got a house but it looks so much easier on it the looks, outside uh, you know what i say this all the time you know how people on facebook and social media how they post all these pictures about how life is grand everything is great and i feel that we as people put so much time and effort into making something look amazing right but we don't put in the work into actually making these things happen if there's a you know how you see people on facebook and instagram and they got all this money in their hand it's not their money but <laughs> what they're doing is they're working it hard to make us believe that it's their money right. right right but if they work just as hard on something that was this important instead of looking like this whole thing that we want it to look like, then I feel like, I mean, there would probably be a, a whole lot more of people that are stepping out on faith and doing what it is that they love and putting forth the effort into doing something else. Right. Uh, and so that brings me to Miss LaVon, who is here with us. Miss LaVon Ellis with Tealy and Co. Hello. And she just recently actually stepped out on faith and quit her job. And congratulations. I mean, it's a... <laughs> Congratulations, and also too, I'm going to pray for you because Thank it is definitely <laughs> it's, it's two things at once. It's because it it's a hard thing, and I mean, and you just recently, you know, stepped out. And please t- tell us, you know, a little bit about your decision. What made you say that the time is now? Have, did you prepare? Um, do you feel that you're really, really wet, ready? Hmm. Uh, that's a loaded. That's a loaded <laughs> question. But you know, those are things I've thought about. It kind of um, piggybacking off of what Eden mentioned about her transition. I was also miserable in in my my job. I wasn't happy and uh, I didn't want to be complaining about my situation. I had prepared myself mentally mm-hmm. a lot before. So like for six months I've been listening to podcasts, um, I've you know, inspirational podcasts, listening to audiobooks and uh, and getting myself kind of worked up to be uh to to mentally i guess preparing praying meditating to get to my decision did you do any financial preparation for it yes you did so i did a little bit of it i probably want to do more but you know it's like one of those things where it's like you you could walk into your job 
tomorrow and be fired. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I kind of, exactly. for me, I kind of am in the same situation as Jennifer. I don't have any children. Mm-hmm. So it's just myself. You know what I mean? And um, I just I prepared a little bit for it. Probably could have prepared a little bit financially for it more. But it's like one of those things where it's like about myself. I'll make sure I can make ends meet. So I did. I resigned from my position. And last week was my last week of work, actually. And so you woke up today a full-blown entrepreneur with not having to go to work or anything like that. Right. All right. And how did you feel today when you woke up? You know, (laughs) so last Tuesday was my last day. So Wednesday of last week was my first day. Oh, your first day. Yeah, not, you know, having to wake up without having to go into the job. And, you know, what what I've been doing is trying to pray each morning before I get up, just thanking, you know, God for the day. And really, I just thanked him for the courage I had to to leave because um when i when i went to go put my resignation letter into my boss they were all surprised that i did and uh he uh he looked at me and said you're leaving i said yes because i'm going to bet on myself that you know something you know i've been putting all of this work into um to this program i was running at work and uh you know, putting myself into it, and I just was, you know, as I was listening to Think and Grow, you know, Think and Grow Rich was one of the audiobooks I listened to. I didn't get around to reading it, but mm-hmm. I did listen to the audiobook, and um, it just kind of motivated me to say, you know, if I have this much passion towards my dreams, and I was able to do this at work and put my, you know, sweat, blood, sweat, and tears into this program that I really don't even care too much about, then what I, what can I can do with a burning passion for my own business? And well, so, well, one thing that you said. Uh, <laughs> was completely different than, and this is how every situation is different. Mm-hmm. The first thing I said when I woke up from quitting my job is what the hell did I just do? <laughs> I didn't say, oh God, you got me. That was, I knew that he did, yeah. but for me it was like, did you really just quit your yeah. job? You really don't have any money. Yeah. Uh, you are insane crazy. And you're probably going to live in your car after this is all over yeah. again. And, and and that's how I felt. It was all, I was just scared. Mm-hmm. And everybody that I talked to when I said, I quit, I quit, they all said to me, what are you going to do now? You better go get a job. Mm-hmm. My entire family mm-hmm. said to me, go and get a job. Yeah. Go and get a job. Go and get a job. Because that's how they were raised. That's what their mentality, mentality. was. That's how our parents were raised. Yeah, that's how our parents were raised. And, yeah. and, and. and it's just go get a job. And they were like, what are you going to do now? Exactly. How could you do that? I had never quit a job ever in my life. People were used to me having like three and four jobs. Same. But it's so crazy because we are defined by how much work we do. If one day I just stop working, does that make me less of a person? Because I like stop working and I just want to take a break. So it's just so Jennifer, many. I like, I like the point that you raised up where society defines us with how busy we. It's kind of like a, I read it this is. article about your busyness mm-hmm. being like a status symbol now like yeah. if you have more work it's like i'm in demand like i'm doing I, the most yeah I, I i see people who comment um uh, people inbox me all the time and they say girl you like you're doing it like it's so great and like honestly like i said if i had a, a extracurricular activity if i had children like i don't have those things but my business is what keeps me happy it's it's what keeps me going mm-hmm. uh it makes me feel good that mm-hmm. warm and fuzzy feeling inside i feel it from you know yeah. my business but there definitely i feel like within it has to be another outlet it has to be something else that i should enjoy and enjoy doing but 
you know, I don't know when that will ever come because right now I'm just so into what I'm doing. And it can happen like that. It can happen. Like when I quit my job, I'm like, you know what? I don't, I didn't, I want the Lord to know that he didn't make a mistake. Like I'm going to do it. Right. But it took about a week. Yeah. (laughs) It took about a week to really get into that. And then when you realize that you don't have any money, that's a whole other story. Yeah. It's, um, so like you said, I, I think the mental part of it was the most right. important part for me. Like the financials will come when mm-hmm. you are passionate. It's, it's kind of hard. Like your passion, when you have passion you're for gonna something. You're going to hustle for it. If you're going to hustle mm-hmm. for it, it's going to come. You know what I mean? So that's kind of that thing where I was like, you know, I don't have any kids. I can, I know I'm going to make it work. You know what I mean? And for you myself. Know, and you know, too, if you have to eat Cheerios, it's all exactly. good. I do that right. now anyway. You know, you know, it's not like you have like a kid saying mommy or like you have legend who's like, you know, he, I don't know, I've never really seen the boy eat, but I'm just saying, it, uh-huh. he, he, I'm sure he likes his, his snacks and everything else, but uh, what I want to do, like, you know, just even with us doing this and having this discussion is that there's so many questions, not just even the ones that we cover right now, there's so many questions that people have in their minds that they don't share with other people mm-hmm. or their family because they're going to tell them the same thing that everybody told me to get a job. So I wanted all of us to kind of talk about our experiences and our feelings, and especially you, Ari, because there are probably a million times more people like you than they are of us. You know, people who are like, I'm done. Like, I'm doing this. I'm not going to go get another job. I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm just going to invest in myself. And not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that that is the fear that just society and, like, overall puts in people that, you know what, this is what you have to do. And so that's why I say it's more of you than it is of us. But just encouraging other people to do what's best for them, not because someone else took a... Just because I quit doesn't mean that you have to quit. But I think you're very talented. Uh, I think that you have the skill set to do some amazing things for some amazing people. So I always encourage you to do whatever it is that you want to do. But I do yell at you because I do want you to be great. Uh, and I yell at LaVon, and Eden yells at me. So, I mean, I get yelled at, too. But I just think that now we are in such a different society than our parents grew up in mm-hmm. as far as entrepreneurship. Yes. And I think that they've instilled that on us so much because I know my mom, she's very realistic. She's like, you got a good job, you better keep it. And, but they don't realize the thing, the goal back in the day, they worked at the plant for 30 years, yep. right. they retire, right. and that's exactly. it. Now yep. it's not that way. Yep. There's so many different things. Like, there's jobs. Like, my father said to me one day, how does somebody just get a job posting on Facebook? You know, he, he wants to know, like, well, how is that even possible? His thing is, I post on Facebook all the time. They like, can't wrap their head around oh, it. It's, right. a so it's, a, it's a different time. It, it definitely is a different time. And I, I just feel that... Um, Nothing in life is easy. Nothing nothing in life that's really, really worth it is easy at all. And I feel like if you want it, you got to work hard for it. And someone also told me, too, like even, you know, I knew when I quit that job that I said, okay, Jennifer, what's next? And I knew that I couldn't do the same old same thing that I was doing because if I wanted something different, I had to have different results. And then I also knew, too, that I just wanted it that bad. I just, just wanted And it wasn't like... It wasn't like fame or anything like that. It was just to be successful. And then another one of the reasons I feel like I wanted it so bad, and I don't know if any of you guys can relate, is that I did not want to live how I was raised. Uh, I don't want to live how I was raised because I, I was raised poor. Like, you know, we were poor. And our house was a very raggedy house. And 
I just feel that, like, I think my parents are great. Like, I'm not, we, we, we were fed, and my grandmother lived downstairs. But I felt like I wanted to own a home. I want to put all of these things in place that I did not have, that my parents did not have. And so I know that there's things that I want for me, and I felt like I could only get it if I stepped out on faith and did that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so is there anything that drives you guys in within quitting besides, you know, like being successful? Because it's a great feeling when you feel successful. But what else is there that's the drive for, like, you, Eden, that keeps you going with your business every day? Right. Um, so obviously success is a good driver mm-hmm. uh, for all of us. Um, the need to provide and provide on, on my terms mm-hmm. is really incredibly important to me. But you do know, um, and, mm-hmm. you know, my close friends know that, you know, diversity, inclusion, and the the work that I do. I'm a I'm a producer and uh, who works in film and video, and it's still not you know it's 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 still not a territory that a lot of women, especially women of color, mm-hmm. can really put their stake in, just because the opportunities are not really present as much there, it, as it is for other demographics. So whenever I put my name out there and I put my brand out there and I really work my hardest, it's really to motivate others like myself who have been told historically, you know, I'm not, I didn't come from money. I didn't, I'm an immigrant as well. And, you know, there's always this preconceived notion. Like if you're not of a certain demographic, you're not going to succeed there. It's, it's, it's an industry where only the money will succeed. And it's always been about breaking those stereotypes. So for me, more than the success, really, it's about, it's about really giving yourself that opportunity and you'll never really know if you don't um and i i was gonna just real quick uh you know give a big like hats off to levon because it's you know just like the guts i i didn't even have the guts to like even though i hated my i hated my situation for months and i had a great situation that was happening on the side i was still not brave enough i was still not brave enough but to, to do that and to like mentally like condition yourself for six months, that is a really good move because you're right. It's the money will come. We will hustle for it. You know, we'll do the gig economy, whatever we need to do to pay our mortgages and our rent. Right. But it's the emotional toll. It's the mental toll that really like even and we, we Jennifer, you and I like get into these discussions. Levon, you and I get into mm-hmm. these discussions right. and even even when you feel like you're doing OK, like right now, like, you know, I, I got I got my, my, my money like situated mm-hmm. for the next four months. You always have this like drive to like, what am I getting? What am I doing next? What am I doing next? My, like, my thing is, breathe. I'm always like, what is next? Yeah. What's next? What's next? I'm watching this like, what's next? What's next? What's next? So you gotta trust and the process. Yes. I trust in the process, and it's listen. Here we are, six years later, and it's still a process for me. I still have not learned that like the balance. You know, like right. I still have not learned that because I'm always like, what's next? Because someone told me once, you know, I get all this advice when I quit, and they were like, you have to like reinvent yourself. Like you have to like keep it fresh you know what I mean like nobody is like coming to something that you're posting the same old thing on Instagram or you know you have to really really be innovative and so I I'm always thinking of like what's next and I tell people all the time and I didn't used to say this to myself before but like I'm noticing as my business grows and I was going to ask you about this later too Levon like as as you've been when you are done for like a year I notice that as my business grows it's harder for me being a black woman and I'm not a size two 
And so those are three things. I'm a woman. I'm black. I'm not a size two. And people look at me like, oh, they chose you. They picked you. And I've had this situation several times. And it didn't happen as much when my business was smaller. But as I get bigger contracts and do different things, people are wondering why me. And I want to say, I, you asking why me, ask God because he chose me. Right. But at the same time, it's like, hmm. Okay, when I first quit and I was going through this and I was building and building, people told me no every day. They still tell me no right now yeah. because right. they're telling me no right now because they're like, who are you? What do you do? And then you don't want to go into the whole spill like, hey, guess what? I was broke. I built this from nothing. Hello. I'm just going to keep investing in myself because I feel like whatever I make, I'm going to invest in myself. And then later on, you can ask me who, exactly. who I am. Right. I and I'll tell you like self-made and I'll just go from there. I think it's people's <laughs> perception of this, like the people that we were talking before we started podcasting. Mm -hmm. People show you only what they want to show you. They don't see right. their grind behind the scenes. They that's don't see what you go all. through. They don't know. So they're like, well, how are you worthy? You know, and then that's that mental preparation that I've got, you know, that I'm trying to build up for myself to make sure, you know, you have to be confident in yourself and you can't move in fear, you know, and you just keep working towards your and vision. Yeah. yeah. And if I had listened to those people, if I had listened to right. all those things, I would not be like where I am. And one of the reasons why I felt like it was important for me to like talk to other ladies and then also to talking to you helps me. It not only helps right. people who are listening, but it helps me too as well because I'm a person who's very private, as we know. Uh, I don't post a lot of pictures of myself. I don't do all this. When I quit my job, I didn't say it's done. I was just sitting there broke thinking, okay, it's done for real. You know, let me figure out what I'm going to do. But uh, this whole process just helps me continue to grow. I wanted to help us all mm -hmm. continue to grow. Ari, if you decide that you want to, like, just boom, be out of there, you know, you. I want you to know that you have people to come to for support to say, right. Levon, what was your process? Mm -hmm. Levon just explained to us how she mentally prepared for this. Mm -hmm. And then me, you know, the non-traditional <laughs> girl just did not prepare because you knew me when I first started doing this in my one, my business in my one bedroom apartment and I'm like oh I want to do this full time and everybody's like oh and you okay. motivated me then you're like alright bring your makeup it was all in your apartment mm -hmm. <laughs> yes and we, and we were all there and we called it it was pamper pick and purchase and uh, that was the beginning that was the, 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 the epic beginning of it is, and I, I'm so excited for you, Levine. I know that you will it's be, gonna be great. amazing. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, it is like a big step for you to like do this, and just don't let the outsiders black out negativity. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, your pictures are amazing. Your product thank is you amazing. So much. And I know she's a great person with a great drive. Is. And just keep God first and continue to right. do that. And it will definitely work out for you. Did you want to say something else? I'm sorry. I, I did want to say something. And that's to Ari about um, leverage what you have. You're, you're, you sound like a planner. Okay. <laughs> Listen to our conversation. And, and you sound like a plan planner. And it's I like. Um, Ari, a planner, but okay. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like you, <laughs> but um, someone that um, that likes to know where, where things are going to go. So since you're in your job, I would say. Um, I was just over my situation. Like, I wasn't trying to hear anything. I'm the type of person that's like, once I've decided something, I've decided, you know. But um, I would say to leverage where you are, maybe you can, you know, possibly get a raise or, you know, have a conversation. Having the conversation um, on my transition out, I didn't realize I probably could have got paid more, you know, until that time, but I'd already decided. So maybe you could revisit trying to get more of a, you know, increase in, uh, in pay. 
you know what I mean? And, and try to leverage, you know, maybe you have, a, you have a better schedule now, but, you know, those types of things you can talk about, vacation days and stuff like that, you know, because that's one of the things that I didn't know. I had a conversation six months ago about, the, the you know, what I had um, signed up on having a more responsibility in my job role. Maybe I could have gotten paid a little more earlier and then, you know, stack that money away. But I had already decided, you know, yeah. at that right. point for me. So that's the one thing I would say um, for people that are about to transition out maybe have those conversations if you know you want to maybe you know you're working hard in your role you know you're valued in your company you but Ari just got a raise and a promotion she's yeah. now like in a great role she did right and okay. she you love you don't look I mean you love it right yes no I I I don't love it because it, it's not what I want to do mm-hmm. it's it's paying my bills that's what it is and it's keeping me comfortable so and you had some other things that you were working on, and I was yelling at you about because I like to pick on Ari and yell at her. So Ari was like, I'm going to do a boutique, and I'm going to do lashes. And I'm like, okay, we're kind of doing too much. Look, me telling somebody that they're doing too much, right? I know she probably wanted to tell me I was being very rude. But I'm like, okay, um, so, okay. And, and me, I'm like, problem, resolution, plan. Like, now I'm saying this, and I didn't have a plan before, but I get on you about, like, your small entrepreneur projects to say like why are we doing this when you can be the face like this like can yeah. we just get that going and uh, do you think that you'll continue to have your little things there or do you it's think there's so many things that I would like to tap into but what is the thing that you're most passionate about the thing that I'm most passionate about is my makeup and I think it's so okay mm-hmm. <laughs> but with but the thing about makeup, it's not like having a boutique or something like that where people are always going to need clothes. People don't need a, a beat face every single day. Oh, so oh but they do. Like, we do need but a beat face. Do. <laughs> they do need a beat face because you know what that goes to? You need to find that customer that need their face beat every day yeah. because there is somebody there right. who does. They're like, oh, my God, I need a, a makeup artist. I need somebody to come and do this. Like, it's all in, like, the, the marketing. It's all in the marketing of it. Like, you know, and I don't want you to feel like I'm beating up on you because I'm calling you out. But, you know, we talk all the time and I know, like, uh, the, 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 whole, the whole story. And uh, so we don't have really, like, an exit I wanted thing. to share something real quick about okay. the conversation that I had with LaVon recently. And, you know, she's a good friend. You know, she's been there as well. And, again, even if no matter how long, uh, and this is for Ari, actually, um, because it specifically talks about, like, the fear and I was just going to say that even though, and, and Jennifer, you you know, we confide to each other all the time about even though, like, she's, you know, she's it. She's Jennifer Crawford, Miss Vanguard Award. Like, she still has that fear. And I think that fear will never, will never go away. However, you can always do something to not give in to it. Because it's so easy to just, like, kind of let yourself wallow in it and, and, unfortunately go into a dark place which mm-hmm. a lot of us has gone through and we should be openly talking about these yeah. things but I, I i recently shared with lavon you know like i was just checking up on her i was like how you doing feel better feel good and I, I and and i told her i was like you know lavon i this this journey that i've had it's been more than a year and every i'm always in the cycle of like i'm crippled in fear and then i do something really cool and then get and then get crippled in fear again anxiety but I'm still standing after a year. Like, my my mortgage is still paid. You know, granted, you know, they're, I'm like, where am I going to get my bills? Like, you know, granted, there's still bill situations, obviously. But, you know, we're here. You know, like, uh, I could pay for my toddler's daycare. Uh, I've been somehow able to pay my mortgage. And it's like, you, it's your, it's, it's your drive that will do that for you. Like, 
some, the higher power will provide. And imagine if I didn't waste, I don't know, half of my year, like, fearing, for mm-hmm. example. If I just went ahead and just, if I felt like this wave of fear just, you know, gave myself a beat, gave myself a break, and not literally wallow in it. Imagine the time that it did not waste, right? That makes a lot yeah. of sense. So, and it's time. It's it, actually time and effort. Yeah. It is, but the fear of failure is so strong. It's so strong. It's, it's so strong. Like, anytime I'm putting out a new project, anytime I'm... Honestly, there's All Things Detroit, right? And All Things Detroit has ten to 14,000 people. Before every event, I have the fear that nobody will show up. It does not go away. And I have right. people who say to me all the time, that says, you've been doing this for this long. You know somebody's going to be there. No, I don't because it could rain or somebody could be tired. So every time before an event, I get this fear, this anxiety that it's, it's not going to be great. It's not going to be this. So I work. 20 times harder just to make it just as great every single time but i don't know that that is honestly like if it's really going to work out i want to say something mm-hmm. right and, and listen to everyone talk about fear and and stuff like that i'm i i find myself fearing too you know what i'm saying but what keeps me centered there's a few ebooks i want to share um someone shared this with me the divine law of compensation by maureen williamson talks about i mean if you're faith-based and you believe in like you know god universe stuff like mm-hmm. that um it just talks about like you can't put those types of fears in the world you have to know that whatever you're passionate about will work out you know what i mean and it, it sounds all like cliche and stuff but like i listen to it before i go to sleep and if i find myself getting anxious i just listen to it and it, it does re- you know relax you a little bit you know what i mean because you're mm-hmm. like okay so like if i know you know that god is in me then right. and he's going to be the provider and I'm plugged into the source then you know then I'm all what good. do I have it to worry about helps. it it does and and it does but it also it's just not that easy yeah. and i mean it's just it's not like you yeah. You have those days where it's just, it's not that. Gonna it's have, I'm going to have those days. And yes. I'm it's totally in. fine to give in and, to And you're going to have them after. You're going to have yeah. them after, too. You're going to have them this whole time. It, it's yep. just what, it's just what happens. And I know that, um, you know, we've talked a little bit about, you know, you stepping out, you being kind of, like, pushed out and, like, I guess he knew you were ready. He, right. You didn't feel like you were ready. He knew you were ready. Right. And we talked about you kind of, um, we're pushing you out and trying to make you <laughs> do what it is that, <laughs> that we want to do. But, um, you know, I just want everybody, not you, Ari, um, but Eden and LaVon, I want you to give uh, a tip. You know, just give a tip of what you would tell someone when they say, Eden, you know what? I'm miserable at my job. I'm thinking about quitting. What tip would you would you give them if someone approached you about quitting their job and they wanted advice? So let's let's go with Levon first because okay. it's very fresh. <laughs> it's so just fresh. One, one one tip. One tip. One tip. One tip. I'm back to just thinking positive. You have to. I would say surround yourself with people that would uh, support you, and I think that was the one thing I held on to, knowing that I had you and Eden and all my girls to know, you know, to mm-hmm. support me because you're. When you have those bad days that I, I may face, <laughs> you um, you really want to have someone in your corner uh, um, that you can go to and turn to and get some advice and get some uplifting. Like even talking to you guys today about this is like you know refreshing you, yeah. and motivating. Really motivating. You know what I mean yeah. to me? Yeah. Like Helping it feels good. Yeah, so I would have say have, have you your have tribe because you don't want to have you know so like we say our parents don't always understand. You got to have like your 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 tribe. And yeah. and Eden. 
Um, because I, I have a couple. I have a couple things that I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> say. For me, I'm gonna say a couple of things. There's. It, it, it sounds cliche, but you're never gonna know until you try. Mm-hmm. If you don't give yourself the opportunity ever. I'm always scared of wasted potential. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have that, but are just so afraid to give themselves that opportunity. Right. And secondly, even if, let's say you took the chance, you're like, I'm through, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a chance myself. It's like, you know, hustle, you know, I'm going to quit my job. If you're going to make the next power move and it doesn't work out for you, that's totally fine. Because okay. if there's one thing that I learned, and somebody, an artist actually told me this, she said that success is not linear. It doesn't, it's not a straight path. It's not, you know, like the path that true. people say it is. You, it could, it literally could be like the most curviest of paths. And it's totally fine. You can totally backtrack. You can say that idea didn't work. Next idea. Let me go back to work. That's, exactly. that's totally fine. But again, if you don't make the, the, give yourself the opportunity to try in the first place, you'll never know. Chances make champions. Chances That's what make I champions. So I said, actually, you know what? Um, exactly. In my building where I live, one of the maintenance guys said to me, he says, Jennifer, I seen you on the news, girl. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, tra- <laughs> you know, his name was Travis. I said, oh, yes, Travis. I'm like, oh, my God. I was so nervous. I was like, you know, I quit my job. This was like when I really first quit. And he says, girl, chances make champions. You got this. God got you, girl. And, and that see, was like, to you. and it, it stuck, stuck to, to me. Yeah. And I told him all the time, I said, I'm, is that, I'm like, I'm going to steal that. Like, can I use that? And I just want to say thank you, Travis, because I live by that. There's just different certain things that I live by. Managing my fear, learning as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. to manage your fear yep. and chances make champions. Because if you don't, it, uh, ain't nothing to it but to do it, as they say. Jennifer, but, I have a line, and I actually have a tattoo <laughs> of this line. Fortune favors the bold. I mean, it really, it's you nice. just, like just got to be bold, like once in your life, be bold. You don't, you, do. you don't have to completely quit whatever situation you're in right now, but... And, you know, save up. Like, Levon, ask for a raise. Invest a little bit on that side hustle. Be bold somehow that your idea will work out for you because you you're, you're, you believe in it. You believe in yourself. I just think that this should be the Eden podcast. <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> I, I just this is your I, podcast. When I hear you speak and we talk all the time, you are just so awesome and amazing. Like, you're so passionate, too, and when you said, and I just... I just love that. I, love I, I get everything from you. You know <laughs> no, that, though. definitely You not. were there for me when I made... <laughs> you actually told me about the rent bit. You you, you, you know, the, the, the thing that I shared with LaVon about my house being paid up. Like, yeah. you at some point, like, told me, like, girl, like, I worried about... I was so fearful, but, like, my house... You know, my, my apartment's still paid for. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's... Things will happen. You will hustle. You will make sure that you and your loved ones are, take, are taken care of. You will. In yeah. any way. In any way possible. Mm-hmm. So... And yeah. and so my two things... An illegal way possible. Can <laughs> <laughs> I make that joke? <laughs> and my two things are, one thing is consistency is key. Just like anything you do, once you start, you don't want to, like, stop and, and get off there. Like, it's crazy. Like, once you start, if you say, I'm going to take a little break and then I'm going to start back up, it never... It, it never happens. So you have to stay consistent in, in whatever yeah. thing it is. And then my other thing is that you can't just quit your job to do something that you think is fun. You definitely right. have to do something that you love because you don't want to quit your job and you don't want to, you know, take all these chances for something that you just like, that you'll get bored right. with. Yeah. So when you quit and you want to, you have to make sure that it's something that you can do for the rest of your life, that you're passionate about, that you truly, truly, truly love to do and that you can make a business out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer, do you totally want to read 
the advice that you know the thing that I shared in my Facebook. Like yeah, the list. actually, I screenshot that actual you know what I mean? advice. I actually have it right now. Just uh, like, no, you can read yeah. it. You speak so well. Okay, right well, just something interesting that I picked up earlier. Reminders for the anxious, depressed creatives or entrepreneurs: one, you're more you're more than what you make. Two, your productivity does not determine your value. Three, it's okay to do nothing sometimes because again, like. We're always like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. We're not doing anything. I'm not I making am definitely anything. not okay doing nothing. <laughs> Sometimes. I, I always have to be like, boo, you got to like do the soak today. You got to like do the but spa. But you know what? If I'm watching like a little 90 day fiance, I still have my phone in my hand and I'm still you, emailing you somebody. You got to have some it's, sort of output. Though. Right. We do. Right. Right. We do. But I'm, it, see, I'm crazy. And I'm trying to work on that. <laughs> this is all that here. I'm working totally on that. Fine. I just can't stop. Like. For me, if someone said, hey, Jennifer, do you want to go to, like, Jamaica? My thing is, like, mm, all things Detroit is coming up. Or, mm, I'm right. watching this. And that's kind of sad because everybody wants to go out of town. So Jennifer <laughs> is definitely working on me with those issues. And it's a process. It's and as we all go through it. So another one is not everything you do has to result in a product. Totally fine. Not everything you make has to be important, significant, or even good. Sometimes you just have to make. You just have to, like, keep going, keep creating. Your ideas could fail, but at least you're you're creating. Right? You're stimulating yeah. your, your creative sure. juices. You can make things just for yourself. You can keep secrets for yourself, whether it's not posting some of your projects or not sharing your techniques. Like, we were talking about taking a social media break. Yeah. Like, we yeah. don't have to always update Share. our social yeah. media. That's exactly. fine. The people that want to support us will be there. You're allowed to say no, and you're allowed to rest. Jennifer, specifically, that one is for you. <laughs> <laughs> that I do not rest. My she sleep. does I, not. I she must say not. that half of the things on that list, I do not abide by. <laughs> and rest is probably the number one thing. And that, for me, that could be for another conversation. Why you need to rest? I, <laughs> it is, because we definitely need to talk about self-care and a lot of different things like that. I want to thank you, ladies, for actually having this conversation with me today. Thanks for having uh, us. I think that it's great. I hope that you are inspired. Ariane, I'm going to call you Ariane. Definitely inspiring. <laughs> I try to inspire you every day, my love. You do. I want to see her next power moves. I, I'm sure she's going to make some. Again, she does have to quit her job. But well, you know, when we shot All Things Detroit Conversations, Eden sent me a message, and I screenshotted to you, and she said, Keep this makeup artist on hand. Whoever this is, is... I did that. I never knew that that was her, though. Yes. I did that. It was Eden. <laughs> and she was like, boo, wow, wow. Because you know, she gets excited. She gets excited. She says boo, like, 30 seconds. She's like, boo. Like, boo, boo it was boo, great. Boo, it was great. It was great. And so, but thank you, ladies, so much for being here. LaVon, uh, thank you so much. You uh, and me. if you want to just kind of say, like, where we can find you and, like, your product. Yeah. Um, we are www.tlingco.com. On Instagram at tlingco. Um, Facebook um, slash backslash uh, T Link Co. And, and I am at um, Real Clever Films for everything, but that's real with an R E E L, so that's real clever. That's for, <laughs> for all my social media handles. And Ariane, our lovely makeup artist, our future, future entrepreneur in the making here. And where can we got this follow you so we can get our face beat? <laughs> um, on Instagram is M U A underscore underscore R E A R I. And then I do have a Facebook page, and the link is in my bio on my Okay, rule number one, too many underscores. But we're going to talk about that (laughs) on another another episode. So thank you so much, ladies, again. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You know, we'll be here every week with more small business topics where we're just touching on stories and things that you can be really relatable. And we want to inspire someone, so just keep listening. You're listening to the Ask Jennifer podcast on the Detroit is Different podcast network.